I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The tremendous Thursday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Really fun first two hours of the show, breaking down the NBA playoffs, Celtics bludgeoning the 76ers last night in game number two, our early thoughts on game three and the series price. Talked about the Knicks evening the series on Tuesday night against the Miami Heat. I think we we are simpatico on the bet that we like coming up in game three on Saturday. And once Jimmy Butler comes back, maybe we'll get a more advantageous line on the New York Knicks. Thoughts on the series price there as well. Great interview with Mike Gallagher from Establish the Rum. And we talked a bunch of National Football League teams under the radar to finish with the worst record in the league. And the rookie that might have the most receiving yards this year. We'll get back to that conversation a little bit as we move along in the show. Still a pair of Kentucky Derby interviews to go to get you set to bet on Saturday, the first leg of the Triple Crown. Mark Belusis coming up 20 minutes from now from WPIX in New York, Are You Better You Bet family member. And Mike Somich will join us in the Power Hour from RacingDudes.com. Also in the Power Hour, all our bets for tonight. Side total and props with the Warriors and Lakers. Major League Baseball. And both games tonight in the National Hockey League. Speaking of the National Hockey League, joining us right now here on the show to break down the Stanley Cup playoffs. And and this is a treat. You know, I've been watching the National Hockey League my entire life. This we're about to have on one of like the best defensemen in the history of the National Hockey League. Hockey Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup champion. You watch him on ESPN doing an amazing job pre pre um pregame show, in between periods, post-game show, along with our Mark Messier, Rangers legend, Steve Levy, and the rest of the crew on ESPN. And, and a fellow Greek, so absolutely love it. The great Chris Chelios joins us now. I would give his Twitter handle out, but he's not on Twitter, at least from what I can tell, which instantly makes him the smartest person in the room to not have Twitter. Chris Chelios joins us here on You Better You Bet to break down the Stanley Cup playoffs. Chris, we sincerely appreciate the time. It's Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here. How's it going? You bet. Real good. Yeah, no Twitter and uh, all about the Greek thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, no twitter and all about the greek that's that's again smartest guy in the room uh chris it, it seems like the story well the story of the stanley cup playoffs a lot is upsets it seems like they happen more in this competition than in the nba or other sports and this year was kind of no different right boston loses colorado loses in the first round I, i'm curious like we we never have former players on to ask them this question so you're the perfect person like is there a real tangible difference between like being a good playoff team and a good regular season team it seems like it based on the upsets and what do you think that is what kind of makes the difference between being great in the playoffs and great in the regular season yeah, well, there's so much parity, obviously, in the NHL now with the formula they come up with, whatever you get a point for ties and the overtimes. And, I mean, now you, basketball, what happened in Milwaukee, right? That doesn't happen a whole lot. But in hockey, what you saw, this has been the most bizarre first round that I've experienced, especially now, you know, being with ESPN and being an analyst. You know, my wife's ahead of me in the pool right now, which I should be very embarrassed about um, in the hockey pool. But, um, yeah, it's just like, you know, Florida, once you beat that best team, as Florida knocked off Boston, you know, how do you not consider them to be one of the favorites to, to go get to the finals? So um, I'm, I'm shocked at what's gone on. And, uh, you know, Tampa, I still thought, you know, they still had some life left in them. Um, 
But a couple teams, again, let it slip. The Rangers were up, you know, two, you know, going back home, couldn't find a way to win one game to get it to three. But then you look at Boston, put them up 3-1, and then up Florida, you know, coming back and winning the next four or three. So it's been great, though. It's been the most exciting first round I've ever seen. It, it's been awesome. And like the, then the second round, off to a pretty good start as well with all the game ones in the books. A couple game twos tonight and two more game twos coming up on Friday night. Chris, let's start to break down these games and kind of like the series overall and how you see them playing out. So game two in Toronto tonight between the Maple Leafs and, and the Panthers, who you mentioned, and I agree, by the way. I, I actually think Florida's going to win the Stanley Cup at this point. Would love to see them stick with Sergei Bobrovsky and that. We'll see how things go. Toronto is minus 210, a big favorite tonight against Florida. Panthers at plus 170. Total in the game is seven. The implication, obviously, lots of goals will be scored. Um, listeners and viewers of our show know. I'm on the Florida Panthers here tonight. I bet them in game one. I will bet them again tonight. How do you see tonight playing out? Game two, Toronto up against them a little bit, obviously. You don't want to go down 2-0, losing both games at home. How do you see game two playing out? And what do you think we see the rest of the series here, Chris, with Florida and Toronto? You know, uh, watching game one, uh, it could have went either way. Bobrowski stood in his head, and, and Florida played good. And they, you know, they, they, they tie it back up, and they come back and score to win the game. So they showed some grit there. But, you know, anything if your goalie – Steals a game, he steals a game. I don't know if he necessarily stole a game, but he gave him a chance to win, and then Florida came up and scored those last two goals. And, you know, I've seen Tampa, when they played Toronto, absolutely shut them down. Toronto had plenty of chances. So, uh, by no means, you know, do I think you know, Florida, you, you bet Florida today, fine, but I think Toronto knows this is a game they have to win. Um, you know, they don't want to go down 2 nothing heading back to Florida. That, that, that would be the kiss of death. And then you know, the, the, the other series, you know, the, like I said, you look at the Vegas. Like they, I thought they just hung on to win that game. But, again, to, to come back and score that, that goal once Edmonton tied it up, showed that they're a team that's, you know, they, they play four lines. But, to, again, at the end of the day, uh, I don't think they got outplayed by Edmonton. But, for sure, Edmonton, their speed, it's going to be tougher to, for Vegas to keep this, this pace up for a seven-game series. Chris, you mentioned just like how unpredictable the playoffs have been, the, the craziest first round you've ever seen, I think was was the, the way that you put it. And I think, you know, we had a lot of kind of like hockey experts, analysts on the show, people who bet on hockey. And the consensus opinion at the start of the week was the stars are the team in the in the West that they liked, at least these people, and that maybe they would dispatch the Kraken. Maybe it wouldn't even take very long. They have a great top line. They have Jake Ottinger. Like, this seems like a like an easy setup, basically. And then, of course, because it's the most unpredictable Stanley Cup playoffs ever, the Kraken score five goals against Jake Ottinger, and they win 5-4 in overtime in Dallas and win game one. Game two of that series is tonight. Dallas was a really big favorite in game one. They're an even bigger favorite tonight to come back and tie the series about minus 210. Uh, one of the bigger favorites that we've seen like the last couple of weeks in the Stanley Cup playoff game. Do you think Dallas evens the series? Do you agree with people that came on the show earlier that maybe Dallas is the team to watch in the West with four remaining? I think they have to, first of all. Um, and Andrew, he was the, the, the difference maker, I think, that that, that would be it. The, for that series, but yeah, again, Seattle knocks off a, a a beat up Colorado team that really never got going all year and carried over into the playoffs because of the injury bug and guys that they had lost. But that's you know that's all part of it too. But Seattle grinds in you know they play a solid game, four lines, no superstars, power plays pathetic, which is amazing that they have had the success. They you know they come out from you know beginning to end. They played you know, a 60-minute game, and they did it, you know, the whole first round. They didn't take one game off. So 
you know, I still think Dallas Dallas has to come out with a game. Uh, Ottinger is going to have to, you know, be solid. Not great, but good. But again, that Seattle team, it, they're they're the real deal. Like it, what they just play hard. They they have pace, and everybody contributes. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not um, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Seattle with a 5-4 overtime win in Game 1 against Dallas. Unbelievable, by the way, that two teams in the Game 1s had four goal scores and both lost Dallas, Dallas with Pavelski in Game 1 and then Leon Dreisaitl last night for the Edmonton Oilers as they lose to the Vegas Golden Knights. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Tremendous Thursday breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs with the great Chris Chelios, Hockey Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup champion, ESPN, NHL analyst. Uh, we will get to Edmonton and Vegas in a second. We'll do Jersey and Carolina here. And for tonight's games, you listen to Chris's answers. Maybe he likes Toronto and Dallas to win tonight. Both big favorites, both down 1-0 in the series playing game two at home. Um, we were both disappointed, Chris, Ken and I were, in the New Jersey Devils last night. I bet the Devils um, last night against the Carolina Hurricanes expected their game seven performance against the Rangers to kind of carry over, and uh, it did not. Carolina wins the game five to one. We'll see what the Devils end up doing at goalie. Will they stick with Schmidt? Go back to Vanacek. We'll see what they end up doing for game two. Basically, betting market says it's pretty close to even, like flip a coin. Carolina, the slightest of favorites in game two tomorrow night at home. Total in the game is five and a half, so betting market expecting a lower scoring game with Game 2 with Carolina and Jersey. Do you think the Devils get back in the series? What do you think we see the rest of the way and in Game 2 with the Devils and the Canes? I think it'll be a long series. I think they'll be better next game. They're coming off that Game 7, the Rangers. Pretty you know high emotions and you know, huge game for them. And, and you know, it, Carolina was good. They played well, but Jersey's got a lot more than they showed. That's for sure. And they really didn't do anything uh, similar to what the Rangers did when they didn't show up for game seven against the Devils. So I got all the confidence in the world that the Devils are going to be much better tonight. Um, you know, they just, I, like I said, they're a young team and came off that big game seven Rangers. And I think that had a little bit of an effect on them on that first game against Carolina. Chris, I'm curious. We don't, obviously we don't have former players on very often, former players who have like gone deep on postseason runs and won titles we always talk sometimes about like things and, you know, when we bet on games, like I like this team for that reason, but like none of us played. So we don't really know if it's a real thing. We're just kind of guessing you alluded to the fact that you thought there was like a real letdown with the devils. They play game seven against the Rangers. It's an emotional win and they don't play very well in game one against Carolina. Were you a part of like teams that either were able to take advantage of teams that were coming up and like you noticed it, that there was an emotional letdown? Have you been a part of a team like that yourself? Like, is that really a real thing? Like as someone who played, who's been in locker rooms, can you tell when stuff like that is going on? Well, there's no question. And I think Carolina took all the full advantage of the rest that they had, you know, by closing out the Islanders. So, you know, I, I think it plays a big part. And, you know, it, it, like I said, they, they, they had a late game you know, Jersey they had to travel and play the, the day after. So I, I think there's no question that fatigue was a part of it and emotional part of the, you know, winning that game and, and the expectations. But, uh, yeah, look, you know, there's a couple non-calls there during that game. The referee, in, you know, 
has been, I don't hate to beat up on the refs all the time, but it's been consistently inconsistent. Um, but it's all timing, too. That had no, you know, there's no, that didn't have any bearing on the, the game, you know, what happened. But like I said, I, I think Caroline took advantage. Of, they got guys rested. They've, you know, missing, uh, you know, the, the key guys are scoring guys. They've been missing, you know, Pacioretty all year. Uh, the other kid that got hurt tore his ACL, uh, uh, Svetch the cough that that really hurts Carolina because they've had trouble in the past. But again, they're they're a solid team um, and they're well coached and they play the same way and they're very disciplined. And when they shut them down, they shut them down. But I still think Jersey's got a lot left, you know, and a lot more to. They play a much better game than they did game one. Chris, be honest with us. You're amongst friends here. Do you hate to beat up on the officials because they've been terrible this postseason? You know, I hate, I don't hate to be, it's just like a player. When a player doesn't play well, you call them out. When referees, you know, make mistakes, you call them out. Now, in their defense, everything's happening full speed. We have the luxury of watching replays and, and backing it up once or twice and, and getting, the, you know, that extra thing. But, you know, I'm a big fan of reviewing a lot of the things, and I wish they'd get, make it easier on the refs to do that. I know they want to slow the game down, but I think in the playoffs you want to get it right. But, you know, again, a referee standing five feet away, a guy high sticks a guy in the face, and, and, and there's no call. The ref's shaking his head. Well, you know, like I said, it, it, it hasn't been consistent. That's all I'll say. You've been very diplomatic. I think they suck. But that was me that said it, not Chris Trellios. Chris, we got about a minute here for Edmonton and Vegas. So Vegas wins uh, game one last night, one uh, one nothing series lead. Edmonton is favored still to win the series, and they're favored to win game number two tomorrow night. High total again. Do you think the Oilers get back in this thing coming up on Friday night? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I, I think that, you know, Dreisaitl and, and McDavid, you put them on the power play, and obviously it's obvious. It's a, It's been unreal all year, and then what they've carried it over into the playoffs. I still think I'm watching the game, their speed, uh, Vegas just hanging on. Uh, their goalie played amazing. Uh, and, and, but I, I, I'm going to pick Edmonton for sure uh, on Saturday for game two. Uh, I just think, you know, the, the, the pace is going to get to Vegas. But, again, guys like Stone, you know, they, they, how they stepped up. And they, they've been under the injury bug. And, you know, although uh, – you know, they haven't, they don't score a, a whole bunch. They, they still manage to play. And Cassidy is a great coach. They, they play a good, they roll four lines, um, five on five. Like I said, they, they, they just play well defensively and they capitalize on other teams' mistakes. You know, Edmonton will make mistakes, but I still think they're just too fast and too strong. Chris, we have about 30 seconds to go. You mentioned that your wife is currently leading you in like in, in the pool of like who you guys are picking to advance in the playoffs. Who does Chris Chelios' wife have winning Lord Stanley's Cup? We have about 20 seconds for the answer. Uh, you know what? Honestly, we're tied. So <laughs> we pick, I pick some teams just – I pick some teams like, you know, betting and pools. It's if you got to pick an underdog to separate yourselves from the family pack here. So that's what it – that's where we're at. But – um, let me ask my son, Jake. Jake, who's mom got for the cup? She had Boston. So I think half our whole family's wow. out of the cup thing. Like, we all had Boston. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, no. if you want my opinion now, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for Florida. Now, I don't know if you're allowed to even do that. but Yeah, no, let's do it. <laughs> I, I bet, I bet on the Panthers, Chris. I bet the Panthers, so I absolutely love it. Chris, we sincerely appreciate it. Love watching you on ESPN. Enjoy the rest of the postseason. We'll talk to you soon here on You Better, You Bet. All right, guys. Thanks a lot.
Oh, that's a great greet, Chris Chelios. Coming up next, Mark Melusis gives us bets for the Kentucky Derby. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.